Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to Games Are Fun, the weekly video game podcast show that talks about video game news, stories, and highlights. My name is Luke Armstrong, and thank you for joining me on another episode of Games Are Fun. Of course, Games Are Fun airs every week on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Mountain Daylight Time. You can catch the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and CastBox, wherever you're listening to the show on. If you enjoy yourself, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Every little bit of support really helps the show moving forward. So thanks for joining me today. We're going to be talking about a couple different news stories. The first one is some news from Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee breaking record sales in its first week of release. And then there's also rumors about a Skyward Sword remaster game. Of course, Skyward Sword was the last Zelda game we saw before Breath of the Wild. That was way back on the Nintendo Wii. And so there's been some rumors about that. And I got a story for how those rumors came to be. And of course, like any rumors that I talk about on the show, got to take it with a grain of salt. But nonetheless, it's a moment that we can maybe get hype about hoping that you know, maybe they're going to bring Skyward Sword to the Switch. So we're going to be talking about that on the show. And then to end off, I'm going to be talking about kind of something that came across my mind the other day of how I play my video games. As an owner of a PlayStation 4, an Xbox One, and a Nintendo Switch, I kind of wanted to share my process of gaming. I, When I make ch- small chat with people, a lot of people ask me how I have time for video games. The truth is I probably don't have as much time as you think I would have being somebody who's very into video games. It sounds like I devote a lot of time to games, but I actually don't get to play the games as much as I'd like to. Nonetheless, I still play games when I can. And so I'm going to kind of just talk about my experiences with um, only multiple consoles and how I kind of divvy up my time for certain games. And maybe you can kind of find a way of managing your video game time from some of the tips I share with you guys. And then lastly, we're going to end the show with uh, the question of the week. And the question of the week is actually a repeat of last week's question. And I'm going to actually bring, rather than, I mostly leave the question of the week till the end of the episode. And that's where I ask it. But because this is an ongoing question that I'm going to ask for the next, I'm going to, it's this, I asked it last episode. I'm asking it this episode. I'm going to ask it one more time next week is what are your favorite games of 2018? We have the Game Awards coming up. Nonetheless, we also have the end of 2018 is almost up. And so we got to reflect back on this year and talk about what games that really made an impact and what games were the our favorite to play during this year. I think uh, probably in two weeks, I'm going to do an episode that talks about my favorite games of the year. I'm going to kind of give out my GAF awards. They're not really... A legitimate awards but it's just going to be another episode of games are fun and i'm going to devote the whole episode to talking about you know my favorite game of the year my favorite shooter of the year my favorite rpg of the year that that kind of stuff i'm going to break it down into categories for you guys and then i'm also going to kind of have some polls running on some things i'm going to have polls running on my twitter and my facebook so that you guys can vote for certain games and stuff so make sure you head over to my facebook page just search for games are fun under Facebook, you'll find find the page there. You can also go over to Twitter. It's at gamesarefun underscore. I know, bad handle. I need to change that. And then, of course, go over to my Instagram, Instagram page at gamesarefunpodcast, and you can find updates on that as well. So with all that being said, 
yeah, write in to me at the email address gamesarefunpodcast at gmail.com and tell me your favorite games of the year so that I can share them on the show in a couple weeks. I really appreciate that. So let's get on with the show. Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee are breaking record sales in its first week since release. So I got this article over from Eurogamer by Anna Kent and it's titled Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee Break First Week Switch Sales Record with 3 million copies sold. So, Emma says, we already had an idea Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee were performing well from the recent British British sales charts where the games, when combined, top sales of all other titles last week. And this success appears to have been mirrored globally as a whopping 3 million units have been shifted in the first week since their release. The news was shared via the Pokemon Company on Twitter, translated by Gamatsu. It means the games have broken the record for the Switch biggest launch to date. Described as a hybrid of Pokemon's mainline games and Pokemon Go, Let's Go appears to be an attempt to bridge the gap between old and new Pokemon players. Uh, she says, I mean this quite literally as the easiest way for Pokemon Go players to get their hands on new Pokemon Melton is to transfer their critters to the Switch game. With sell figures like this, it seems the crossover plan is going pretty well the Pokemon company, for the co- Pokemon company. That must be a huge relief. If you missed it, Eurogames, blah, 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 blah. Um, so yeah, that's really cool um, that Pokemon is breaking sales records in its first week of release. It's, you know, there's no that there's nothing new there that Pokemon games sell really well. They do really good in all parts of the world because they're a game that kind of can kind of translate to different cultures, you know, uh, in North America as well, obviously in Japan and then other parts of the world. So it's kind of a game that is played globally. So it's not a surprise, you know, I think the Pokemon series has had its ups and downs of some of the, the generation or iterations of the game selling better than maybe other ones but nonetheless it's a game that is very well received when it has its releases but i am a little bit surprised about this because to be honest with you i had pretty low expectations and if you caught last week's episode i talked about how i didn't have the highest expectations for pokemon let's go and as a pokemon fan um i just kind of saw pokemon let's go as a exactly what it the mentioned was mentioned in the article here of being a game that kind of bridges that gap of Pokemon Go players to the the RPG series and it kind of it was clearly marketed for younger audiences and for people that are not necessarily familiar with the Pokemon series. And so with all that being said as someone who has played lots of Pokemon games I wasn't necessarily on board with that and because I honestly think because I had such low expectations and I played it I actually found that it's it's much better than what I expected and there's a lot of things in it that I didn't think it would actually have so it is a fun game it's way too easy it's super easy I'm hoping for that post game to be a little bit more of a challenge but I'm having fun with it and that's really cool that it's breaking record sales now I did before you all think, oh my gosh, they already have made you know three million in sales in its first week. That's incredible. But you have to also keep in mind. Let's look at some things here. If we look at like Zelda: The Breath of the Wild, Zelda: The Breath. Of, I think Zelda: Breath. Is it Zelda: The Breath of the Wild or Zelda: Breath of the Wild? Who knows? Anyways, if we looked at that game, that's a launch game. So really. 
there's still people nowadays buying Zelda, right? Like when I bought my Switch a year ago, the Switch had already been out for several months and I bought Zelda, right? But you have to remember that there wasn't as many Switches out in the wild when Zelda released. So that's going to reduce how many copies of the game are sold in like its first couple months, right? Because you're also trying to get the console into the hands of the gamer. Then even if we look at Super Mario Odyssey, a game that was released in October 2017, still not a lot of Switches in the hands. We're now almost two years into the Switch's lifestyle where it's a release that's a month before Christmas time. It makes sense that they're going to sell that game uh, at a much quicker pace. And I think we'll just see that as bigger Nintendo exclusives exclusives released if we look at super smash brothers ultimate i highly expect that it will actually be pokemon and be the fastest selling switch game since the switch launched um, it just makes sense and as we have those big games come out we're going to get more and more games that are selling way freak more frequently and quicker which is really sweet because then it just means that there's more people that are going to be hearing about them and Maybe people who don't own Switches are going to go to the stores and buy them and get on the, the bandwagon of Nintendo Switch. That would be really sweet. At least that's what I'm hoping. So um, pretty cool news from Pokemon Let's Go. Uh, yeah, I always like to see when a game is doing successful in its first uh, week or so. All right, so moving on to the next story. Rumor. Oh, my gosh. I Unam, Unuma apparently teased Zelda Skyward Sword for Nintendo Switch. So I'm pulling this over from my nintendonews.com. They got all the details surrounding this rumor. So information has been spreading on Twitter that the Legend of Zelda series pro producer, oh my gosh, Eiji Anu Anuma, I, I'm so sorry, I cannot pronounce that, has teased the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword could be coming to the Nintendo Switch platform. The information was apparently divulged by Mr. Onuma during the Legend of Zelda concert, which took place in Osaka today. As always, we shall have to wait and see. Um, so there basically was tweets coming out, multiple tweets that says that Onuma uh, teased Skyward Sword for Switch at the Zelda concert in Osaka today. Multiple attendees are tweeting about it. That's really all the news around it. So there's not a ton of news, even if we go over to uh, other sites like uh, thenerdmag.com. The article is very, very similar. They're talking about Nintendo Live is currently taking place in Japan right now. It is the event similar to XO18 where fans come together and enjoy different events and have fun with Nintendo games. It was during the Legend of Zelda concert performance that the series director of the Legend of Zelda series teased on the stage, I know what you're waiting for, Skyward Sword for Switch, right? Could this mean that the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword for Nintendo Switch could be the next title for the console? Um, yeah, so it, it's uh, it's very interesting because why would he, he just kind of state something like that? And why would he pick Skyward Sword, right? Um, again, like I said at the top of the show, you got to take these kinds of rumors with a grain of salt because really it, it's, it could be uh, just a something that he's passing off as a joke or something that he he's kind of just saying, oh, if you would like to see that on Switch, wouldn't you? Or like, there's a lot of games, obviously, that people would want to see on Switch. So again, but the thing is, is it kind of lines up a little bit with some announcements that were made um, earlier this month. And actually earlier this year, it, it, was, a, it was discovered that Nintendo was hiring on um, developers to 
work on Legend of Zelda series. And they basically had to uh, develop dungeons and that kind of stuff. And so there was speculation that, okay, maybe they were going to be working on some DLC for Breath of the Wild, but there kind of is some things that contradict that because it was announced that there was only going to be two DLCs released for Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and then they were going to be done. There wasn't going to be any more to that. And so, obviously, if they hired on these new developers, it's probably working on something else, you would believe. If And so, was it them just kind of fueling up, working, working towards something, working towards a new project, or whatever the case may be? And then, yeah, there was speculation that maybe it was a brand new Zelda game. Maybe it was uh, a possible mobile game or something. But it also could line up with this is maybe they've hired on new staff to help work on this remaster for the Nintendo Switch. If you remember, Skyward Sword only had motion controls to play that game. You couldn't plug in your GameCube controller, your classic controller into your Nintendo Wii and play the game like Twilight Princess or anything. You had to use the motion controls and let's just say people aren't a big fan of motion controls and that was at a point where uh, I think a lot of people were, were had enough with motion controls. I think if that game released early on in its lifestyle um, where people kind of weren't so, were, were still kind of on board, I think it would have done a little bit better. Nonetheless, it's an amazing game. Um, it's, it's one of the it is a really good Zelda game, but it's not, I think that the motion controls really pulled away from how good of a game it was. And so if they were able to port that on Nintendo Switch, and let's say they had some sort of motion controls, like you could use your Joy-Con like the Wii Remote, if you wanted, otherwise you could play the whole game in handheld mode or with a pro controller or whatnot, that would be, that would be ultimate, right? So that would be really cool. I mean... Nintendo also is not, or the Zelda series is not, it's not like it hasn't seen remasters in the past. If we look back, Ocarina of Time was remade for the Nintendo 3DS. We have games like um, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess got HD remasters for the Wii U. And so I'm really, really hoping that we can get some remasters over onto the Nintendo Switch because that would suck if we had to wait like another five years for a new Zelda game. And of course that new Zelda game is going to be awesome, but it would be great for in between that we got some of those old games, especially because I think there's a lot of people who own Nintendo Switches who never owned a Wii U like myself, or they didn't own a Wii, or they didn't own a GameCube. And you know, their last experience with, with Zelda was like on the SNES or the NES or maybe even the Nintendo 64. And so bringing back um, some of those games in those middle generation consoles onto the Nintendo Switch, I think would be a really smart move. I think they would make a lot of money. I don't know. I'm no expert on this whole thing, but I just thought it'd be interesting. So I wanted to throw that out there. Um, and then here's an extra question uh, for you guys, just for conversation's sake, if you want to Keep the conversation going with me after the show. Reach out to me. What game would you like to see remastered for the Nintendo Switch? There's so many games that I've talked about on the show that I think would be a perfect fit for the Nintendo Switch. But I'd like to know what you guys would like to see on the Nintendo Switch. Whether it's a game that has been on previous Nintendo consoles or if it's a game that's currently on like PS4 or Xbox One. What is a game that you think would translate 
and do really well on the Switch. All right, moving on to the last little bit. I know it's a little bit of a shorter show this week, but uh, you're just going to have to deal with it because that's how it is. Um, so basically, I wanted to talk about, as a multi-platform owner, I wanted to kind of talk about my kind of process of playing through video games. So the thing is, is I obviously work a full-time job. I work 40 hours a week. That only leaves me a couple days off in the week where I have completely off. And of course, during my days off, generally I'm trying to catch up on errands. I'm trying to catch up on household chores and, you know, live the life of an adult, unfortunately. And so that leaves a very limited small time for video games, right? Maybe if I'm working, I come home in the evening, I'll have a little bit of time before in the evening before bed to, to play some games. Otherwise, um, I'll have to wait for the day off or something. And so it's hard. The, the struggles were real. Third, first world problems, right? Um, the fact that I have too many games and too many consoles to play. But no, really, it's, uh, it's kind of a, one of those things that I've kind of figured out uh, what works for me. I used to get really anxious when I have all these games that I haven't touched or haven't played. And as I got more consoles, that number of games that I hadn't played or got backlogged just increased, of course. So now I really have structured things to, uh, in a way that I kind of can get through games at a, a much quicker pace. So obviously the Switch is something that I can do pretty much anywhere on the go at any time, right? Because it's portable, I can bring it into bed with me. Before I go to bed, I can play, you know, 30 minutes to an hour of whatever Switch game I'm getting. So right now I'm playing Pokemon Let's Go. Um, I'm playing Celeste right now. So I can kind of go back and forth between those and play that game. Um, the Switch is kind of a console that I do that with. It's not really the console that I sit down and will play like three hours of three to four hours of games on, right? It's kind of, it's more of like my filler console. I'm, of course, unless there's a really big game, like when I had Mario or when I had Zelda, that's when I was devoting all my gaming hours to. So that's kind of the console that kind of fits in there. Now, when it comes down to the PS4 and the Xbox One, that's where it kind of gets tough. Um, the Xbox One, I don't have a lot of exclusives on. So really it's just those third-party games that I have. But I'm finding that because... I have the original Xbox One. It's it's chugging along. It's having a hard time to keep up with certain games. And so basically I decided that uh, moving forward, I would start buying my third-party games and putting them on the PlayStation 4. And so, yeah, it's basically I haven't been using my Xbox as much. And then the PS4, I've kind of been devoting to obviously console exclusives. I finally jumped on board and got God of War. I waited long enough that I actually got it at a really good price for Black Friday. And so I've been playing God of War. And even if I look before that, I was playing those console exclusives. Like I, um, some of the Yakuza games um, and some other console exclusives as well on there this past year. And so... That's a lot of games and that's a lot of consoles to choose from. So it's it's difficult to kind of figure it out. So like I said, the Switch is there for the in-between. And then what I do is if I have a game that I bought for either the Xbox One or for the PS4, I have to tell myself that, okay, if this is a game I'm really enjoying and it has a really good story and it's something that I really need to focus on, then that's something that I'm going to 
put more attention towards than maybe what's on my Switch or some of those other filler games, I call them. And I'll play that game and I will tell myself that I can't start a brand new game on PS4 or something like that until I at least get to a point in this game where I'm satisfied enough. I used to tell myself that I had to complete that game completely before I moved on to another one, but I found that was really difficult because it's really hard to see a game to the very end, especially if it's a really long game. And if I'm forcing myself to keep playing just so I can finish it and so I can move on to a game I actually would like to play more, that's taking all the fun out of it, right? So I kind of devote devote my time to it um, that, I, that I want to. If I, it gets to that point where I don't really want to play it anymore, then I'll refrain from that. So th- that's kind of what I do with that. And so... I just wanted to share kind of like I kind of mentioned what I'm playing right now. So I'm playing Let's Go Pikachu on the Switch and I'm having a really good time with that. I just got God of War, so I've been playing that. But in the back of my head, there's still some side missions I'd like to do going through Red Dead. I put like 65 to 70 hours in Red Dead Redemption 2. So I kind of feel like it's okay that I've kind of moved on from that game. But I still crave going back into that world and playing it. And then of course you have all these other games that I've been playing on the side. Um, Obviously like PUBG, Fortnite, Call of Duty. These are games that I kind of play when I just kind of want to come home and turn off my mind and just play video games without having to think about them too much and think about the story. And another wrench in this whole thing is I have a library card and every game when they come out comes to the library. You have to kind of, you get put on hold. Uh, You can put an item on hold, but there's kind of a line that you're in queue. And so you have to kind of wait for that item to get to you in line and then you can check it out and you'll have it for three weeks. So sometimes I'll put a whole bunch of games on hold and then they'll all come to me at the same time. And of course, I've waited, let's say two months for Detroit Become Human or um, another popular, popular, uh, excuse me, popular game like that. And so... I kind of have to check them all out and then I'll maybe play one of the three I checked out and the other two just never never got played, right? And so it is tough, but I, I kind of like to make, I make it work. I, I really work around that. And yeah, it's really just finding the time to do that. Even if you just put in a, a half an hour here, hour there, it's great. Now, what would be the dream is if I could make money off this podcast or I could monetize this in a way that would help support me enough that I wouldn't have to work a full-time job and I could totally devote all my time to making content and playing games and being that kind of person but of course uh, long way long way out from that but yeah it's it's interesting because I like I just thought about it uh, I was talking to Brian Paquin about this and he had asked like how how I can manage my my real life and um, how I manage games. And so I was kind of telling him about that. And then I was kind of thinking to myself, it's like, yeah, that's a good question because that's something that a lot of people ask me when I tell them, oh yeah, I have a Nintendo Switch, I have a PS4, I have an Xbox One, I'm playing this game, playing that game. And they think I just am this person who plays video games all the time and have no life, but that's not not the case. I probably talk about video games more and research and watch videos on uh, like YouTube videos or reviews or do research on games and stuff more than I actually am playing games and I think there's a in there's enjoyment from me doing that as well so anyways just wanted to talk about that um and then yeah that that's the episode this week we're gonna wrap it up here 
Because like I said, it's a shorter episode. It's a quicker episode. We're looking at 25 minutes here. I know, like, don't at me. It's just one of those weeks. Um, it's Christmas time. It's really busy for me right now uh, with work and stuff. So I did want to take the time, though, before we end the show to kind of talk about some future plans that I hope for Games Are Fun. So maybe we can extend this another 10 minutes to at least get over that half hour mark. So Games Are Fun, when I started this podcast about, it was at the end of May, I really told myself that I wanted to be committed enough to release an episode every single week. And I've hit that deadline every single week. I think last week the podcast came out way later it came out like tuesday night and it normally comes out tuesday morning but besides that i've hit every single week every single tuesday i've released a podcast and so that's really good i want to see what i can do to push this games are fun show into uh, a new direction i wanted to see growth right so as you remember, I've been kind of streaming on Twitch. I haven't really had the time for that this month, but that was one way I kind of wanted to grow the Games Are Fun thing. But I was kind of brainstorming some ideas, again, with Brian and with Coleman, two obviously big-time supporters. And I wanted to kind of throw out... Uh, I threw out some ideas with them. They threw out some ideas. And so I wanted to kind of run by this with you guys. And, of course, I wouldn't run by this or I wouldn't make some sort of official talk about it unless it was something that I actually am planning on doing. So I'm hoping to kind of continue this all through December, keep the podcast running each week um, and stuff. I think there might be a special episode on Super Smash Brothers when it comes out. Other than, But again, no promises on that. But the show will continue as normal. And then in the new year, now I don't want to be all cliche, cliche with New Year's resolutions and all that. But I hope to kind of take Games Are Fun in a new direction next year. What I want to do is I want to continue the podcast. But I really want to make an effort in having guests on the show. So I want to reach out to more people uh, in my city that can come and meet me and we can record an episode. I'm going to reach out to more people who are maybe um, we'll, have, we'll have to figure out some sort of Skype call to do those interviews. But I definitely want to have more guests on the show to create better dialogue and to make the shores shores make the shows more enjoyable. By the way, I'm recording this at 11 o'clock at night. So uh, I apologize for all the the slip ups on my speaking tonight. I'm I'm it's been it's been a day um so that's one thing i wanted to do another thing that i wanted to do is i kind of wanted to pull games are fun into the youtube space and i thought how can i do that i don't really want to necessarily make youtube videos but what else could i do and so i thought about maybe pulling the podcast episodes and putting them on youtube and just putting images up I even thought of maybe if I can figure out a way of doing it, recording my podcast and then also filming it so you can actually go on YouTube and watch the show. You can see me interact um, with the camera and stuff and there's that. And then the other thing I wanted to do is um, kind of do videos. I have that capture card device and I want to capture gameplay to support reviews and impressions on new game releases. So as a new game releases, I want to kind of do miniature reviews on them, kind of shorter segments, three to five to eight minute videos, depending on the game, to give my impressions and a bit of a review on the game. And I thought that I could do that on the YouTube space because then it's something a little bit different than the podcast, but it's still kind of bringing attention, getting 
getting on another social platform that could help grow the channel of games are fun. So very curious to what you guys think of that. If you can kind of maybe come up with any other ideas that you want to throw my way, of course, email me games are fun podcast at gmail.com or find me on any of the social media sites, message me on there and kind of spitball those ideas. Because as I'm looking at the channel, there's been a lot of growth, more growth than I honestly expected when I started this back in May. It's been exceptional. You guys have been really awesome at supporting the show and writing in and listening every single week. So I really appreciate that. But I'm, I'm really motivated to look forward to the next thing. I'm having a fun time with this. I really like doing this each week. And so I want to uh to come up with new ways that I can expand the show. And I'm also t- talking about this with you guys on the podcast right now so that you guys can kind of keep me accountable. It's really easy to kind of pull back from your ideas in, when you're in that creative space. Um, you always find reasons not to do something. Uh, I'll the reason why I'm recording this at 11 o'clock at night is because when I got home, I was really tired from work. I just kind of wanted to relax, so I started relaxing. Then I realized, you know what? I need to get this podcast recorded done so that tomorrow night I can kind of relax and then I can meet that Tuesday deadline. I don't have to rush it. And so that was kind of the thing. And so I, I hopped on, did that, and yeah, doing things like talking about what my plans are and stuff, I think is a good way of keeping me accountable because then it can kind of just, I know that you guys are kind of depending on me to 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 continue and to, to, meet, to meet those expectations of, you know, that I've created by telling you what I have on the horizon. So that's kind of why I, I'm sharing all these things with you guys. I want to get your thoughts on it and hopefully, um, you know, a month, from now in January, we're, we're really have a strong foundation as to what I'm going to really be doing for Games Are Fun and moving in a new direction. So anyways, that's the show this week. Again, just a reminder, the question of the week this week is email me your favorite games of 2018. Uh, it can be your, your game of the year, favorite shooter of the year. You can pick a genre and tell me your favorite game that fit in as long as it was kind of released in 2018. Of course, there is a game that came out, you know, a couple years ago or whatever, but you kind of found that you spent a lot of your time this year playing that game, send those kind of suggestions in too. I love to talk about that as well. Thank you very much for, for listening on another episode. Again, apologies for the short short episode, but it's still content for you guys to listen to. Hopefully you enjoyed the show and hopefully you come back next week. Of course, games are fun every Tuesday, 10 a.m. Mountain Daylight Time on iTunes, Google Play, CastBox, and SoundCloud. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like this track if you're on SoundCloud. Uh, That really goes a long way as well. Anyways, enjoy your week, and I hope you're playing all the video games and you're having a great time, and we will talk to you next Tuesday. See ya.